0: Hi, welcome to Bird in the Hand, a bookish podcast featuring stories about life, book interests, and laughter. Look for our content requests on social media for future episodes.
1: Okay, so, today, banned books. Yes. But before, I know we just like had a long tandem. just want
0: to check in with you, Sarah. How was your week? Shitty. Straight shitty. Well, was I was going to
1: just...
0: horse garbage. diarrhea as you're on the horse trail riding the horse that <sighs> reeks the most.
1: I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was going to say what was the most interesting thing that happened, but I don't know if I want to know.
0: I mean, horse diarrhea is
1: pretty <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty descriptive, so we're just going to leave it at that. Um,
0: no, uh, interesting. She... <laughs>
1: Sorry, we all heard that. Okay. My my nine-year-old's going to the bathroom. <laughs> it's mom life. Yes. But, uh... I love that he has to announce it, though, as he walks to the shitter. Just going to the bathroom. You just need everyone in the house to know at nine o'clock at night that going to the bathroom. Yeah. It's cool, bro. <laughs> and... The put it put Sorry, guys, sometimes things don't go smoothly as we want them to.
0: It's true. Uh, we, we do, do our have best. choice. We do. Mm-hmm. We do I our do best. my best, Tom. Yeah. My best. It's probably okay. one of my favorite sounds on TikTok. Yeah. Then. So, finger guns. I tried really hard not to do that. I like hesitated. And it you, was really hard. Yeah.
1: So it was like a slow mo finger gun, which <laughs> kind of made it worse. Are you recording yourself? Good. No. Because I really I want those I finger guns <laughs> on camera. I'm um, um, well, books. Oh, no, I want to talk about my week first. Oh,
0: please. Yes, Gosh. I'm sorry. Sorry.
1: Make this I'm the Sarah show.
0: I... <laughs> oh, God, no. I'm kidding. My blood pressure is, like, rising because I was talking about that whole situation. Yeah. So now I'm like, calm your tits. It's okay.
1: Drink your wine. Pinky's up. <laughs> yes. So, yes. Okay. Tell me about your week. So, the ice storm did not help anything. <laughs> also, I kind of, so I've been, like, busting ass. And this week, I still worked hard, but I also, like, took time for myself. Mm-hmm. Like, I went for a walk on, I think it was Tuesday, in the middle of the day. Nice. (laughs) I don't know. I went to breakfast on Wednesday with friends. Wow. I know. Oh, and then Wednesday I had to make dinner for my husband's work. So that was crazy and busy and, yeah, red-faced dinner. I mean, I
0: love doing that.
1: We love our husbands, but red-faced dinners... Dinners we don't get to enjoy, but we have to slave over giant meals. Yeah, nothing. and then
0: deliver them, so we mm-hmm. smell them in our car for a couple of days.
1: <sighs> I told okay. you my sneezes are weird. <laughs> They're like super high pitched. So I was cleaning today. That
0: really was not as bad as I thought. Like well, your impression of it. Prior.
1: Sometimes it's worse.
0: Oh, <laughs> Zoey. Boop boop. Here we go. <laughs>
1: Okay, Um, so yeah, Red Face Dinner, Wednesday night. Mm. (sighs) Didn't get to eat it. It was so good. I took like bites, obviously, I didn't taste this. Uh, Masta Cholli, which is like a Mm. cheesy red sauce, like pasta with like the penne noodles, with like hamburger and Italian sausage and garlic and amazing cheesiness. Yeah. Yum. So good.
0: (sighs) I always set aside some for myself.
1: Well, I just.
0: I'm I'm that selfish a hole that's like, "Mm, I'm cooking for 30 people. I'm getting this
1: bowl. Yeah. I know. I just was like, this is my first red face dinner that I made because they didn't do it this whole first year until now. you were
0: the person that I told my husband about because I was like, this bitch told me that her husband's unit does not do red face No, they didn't. Why the fuck am I doing -hmm. this? And it's not just red face. It's also in the field. Mm -hmm.
1: (sighs) Yeah, no. At least for my husband's unit. Yeah. No, they haven't up until this is the first, but they just got a new first sergeant. So like, That's why. probably why. Yeah. The other first sergeant didn't care. But I think this first sergeant's leaving, like, PCSing in September, October, so, like...
0: Oh, they put a new first sergeant in there when they're leaving so soon?
1: Well, no. This is, like, his third unit or something?
0: I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I don't really know how all that stuff works,
1: but... Me neither, but... So, he's here for a few months, and then I'm sure they'll get a new one in the fall. Hopefully. Who does not work then as much as this one? And, yeah. Because all of a sudden, this cycle... I barely see my husband. Like I didn't see him a lot before, but I saw him more than this. Yeah, I'm, I'm like used now to it's that. like every day from 3 a.m. to 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. Every day though. Like before it was like we'd get a day or two a week. Like, <sighs> I, don't no. like it. I don't like it. Sorry, I don't like it. Like I got used to the past almost year of like a decent amount of time. You know, like it wasn't amazing, but it was right. something. But he was home. Yeah. But, uh, um, and then Ice Storm Thursday, but <laughs> the best part of my week is that I am almost done with this manuscript. I am pages away yes. from finishing Fighting for Always. Like, nice. this close. I'm super pumped. I'm writing the epilogue.
0: That's good.
1: Although there's some debate as to whether it's going to be, like, chapter 29 or the epilogue, but, like, whatever. It's yeah. the last chapter
0: Okay.
1: in the book, and I'm super pumped, and, yeah. Like, good. i So, this weekend, I should be done with my next book, <gasps> And I will breathe for about two hours before I dive into editing. (laughs) And then the tower. Yeah. No, I have to edit because I have to self-edit. I always self-edit. I go read through it at least, as many times as I can read through it before I can get it to my editor. Yep. I'm going to have like a week. Okay. So I'm going to be busting my ass with self-edits, which I'm not happy that I only have a week. I did it to myself, but. Well, that's what it
0: is. I always do my best work under pressure. Yeah. Which is a risk, right? As in yeah. any situation, Ooh. because I do my best work when I'm under pressure, but then I also crumble when I'm under too much pressure. Yes,
1: so you have so to strike that to, balance.
0: Yes, I have to find that mm-hmm. happy medium, and it's not great. Yeah, I need to not do that.
1: So that was my week. I we're here. Yeah, I'm recording. It's going to be a more relaxing weekend, and yes. then next week starts the crazy.
0: Mama, the movie turn off.
1: Okay, maybe we asked Daddy that question. <laughs> <laughs> what a cutie. If you have children, you understand. You know.
0: <laughs> it's that whole if you know, you know. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep. Well literally Zoe yeah. is my bulldog. My bulldog yeah. has to be in your vagina at all times yeah. because she has to be mm-hmm. there. She has to know that you're there. Mm-hmm. And no, I don't <laughs> have kids, but I understand Zoe
1: yeah <laughs> you're like i understand the dog, I do understand the dog. <laughs> but my nine-year-old also like very he'll come to me first before he goes to dad all the time i mean i mean i'm the one here more i get it that's right all right <laughs> and books so i'm ready to jump in like this has been a hot topic lately i'm yes. super pumped to talk about it because this is a big deal Especially for bookworm, book nerd like me, I'm gonna talk about my opinion about it later. But <laughs> let's start with the most frequently banned books, I guess. So this is Saturday Evening Post. They wrote an article, and the top ten, according to the ALA, are number one, The Absolute True Diary of a Part-Time Indian by Sherman Alexie.
0: This was on our list of books to read for last June or last July. Oh, and it wasn't. We didn't okay. vote for, on book this club? One. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for book club. For book club. So, keep going, sorry. I don't
1: remember it. Oh, Captain Underpants by Dave Pilkey.
0: Which I'm a little my, surprised about, but... Yeah,
1: my child has read this, so now I'm like... <laughs> what? <laughs> maybe I should look at that a little more. Um, thought it was okay, but I'll talk about my opinion later, but... <laughs> Alright, 13 Reasons Why by Jay Asher. I haven't read that one, but uh, I've seen the show.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay, my uh, I can't not say my opinion. Uh, like, for me, it's... I don't think books should be banned. I just think, like... There should also be content warnings. Yeah. And you know how we rate movies? Yep. I wouldn't let my five-year-old watch rate it on a rated on movie. She's right. just not ready. For, or, well, I guess she's six now. <laughs> but she's just not ready for right. that You're not going to show
0: your six-year-old Fifty Shades of Grey. Yes. Got so it. that's,
1: you know, like, with <clears throat> books. That's a book we're
0: probably not going to read at six years old. Or yes. eight years old.
1: So that's where just, like, really, like, whittling my opinion down. So when I say 13 Reasons Why on this list, I understand why young kids you know my six-year-old's not reading that
0: right
1: okay L- number four looking for alaska by john green i've read other john green books but not i this have one. no
0: idea what that one's about
1: yeah george by alex gino no no idea And tango makes three by justin richardson and peter parnell nope no idea drama by i'm really sorry if i'm pronouncing any of these wrong and i really feel like i'm gonna pronounce this one <laughs> yeah. wrong so i apologize reina telgemeier i feel I like that Uh, Fifty Shades of Grey by E.L. James. I've definitely read that one. Mm -hmm. Uh, Saw the movies. Movies did not do justice. I think we were all waiting for Charlie Hunnam to be Christian. He was slotted to be Christian and he chose to be freaking Arthur instead.
0: Okay, we can't talk about this right
1: now. We all know your love of Jacks Teller. Oh, yeah. Yeah, obviously I'm biased. Obviously,
0: But honestly, I can see him in the role of Christian Grey, and I'm drooling. Just
1: thinking about it. (laughs) So, like, Jamie Dornan did an okay job. Like, you're uh, good looking. Adorable. Yes, but Mm. I don't want adorable for that role. I
0: don't know. I I think it plays well to his favor. No. Again, though, fair warning, I'm a terrible movie critic, so, like, I think he's phenomenal in the role. However, comma, Charlie Hunnam could have, you know, elevated the role
1: a yeah. Lot. Okay, we've seen his alpha sorry, like Dornow. his alpha side in Sons of Lord Anarchy. Mercy, like, I can't. oh my god, he would have owned that bitch.
0: Owned.
1: Had like and hashtag. that's what we like. I, that's mm. what the book showed. Okay, we have to move on. Okay, sorry. <laughs> we can spend a lot of time on that. One, obviously, Internet Girls number nine by no Lauren Miracle. Yep. No. Nope. Yep. And number ten, The Bluest Eye by Toni Morrison.
0: Which I've heard of at least,
1: but I have not read it. Pretty sure I have a, at least one other Toni Morrison book on my shelf. Maybe I'm lying. I have not read that one. Jesus, My dog out. really loves Sarah, so I'm just going to apologize. If you hear her in the background, it's because she loves Sarah and she cannot be in the room with Sarah, at, well, in the same room as Sarah while we're recording, because all she, she wants can't. to do is play. She
0: just... <laughs> She wants to be in
1: Sarah's lap and yeah. she wants to play. Yeah. So. If you hear Zoe, it's because we're torturing her by not letting her in this room sure. while we record. And we record here because my husband is not always home.
0: And you have three children. And I have three
1: children. children so just apologizing. <sighs> if you ever hear the dog in the background howling because we're torturing her by not letting her lick Sarah's face during recording. Sure. So I'm a little sad that I haven't read more band books, first of all. Well,
0: on that list, no, I have not. On other bands, Other lists, like yes. The, the 2021 list of banned books like the top mm-hmm. books that were banned i've actually read several of them okay and the list that's already started for 2022 i've read a few as far as 2021 goes 1984 by george orwell yep read is, that one is dystopian right mm-hmm. like we've with book club we've read a couple of dystopian novels now mm-hmm. a handmaid's tale is also on the list of. oh nice read that one books. too okay so like we we've kind of been there we've been mm-hmm. we've been touching on this subject quite a bit but there's also The Kite Runner by Colette Hosseini. Oh,
1: that was such a good book. Yes.
0: And then I Know Why the Caged Birds Sing by Maya Angelou, which I have okay. not read, but I've heard so many good things about it.
1: And then there's also, do you have it? This one.
0: A Thousand... Oh, a thousand? this is
1: that b- another book by him.
0: Oh, by Colette Hosseini. Yeah. yeah. A novel by the author of The Kite Runner, A Thousand yeah. Splendid Sons.
1: It's so good, too.
0: Well,
1: I'm not gonna to to borrow that. So, <laughs> Honey, you go to have to give me back my <laughs> other books. I, know. <laughs> I did download the one audiobook though,
0: so I will bring that. one. Oh, okay. I just downloaded that. I audiobook.
1: know who's got what.
0: So do I. I wrote it all down. <laughs> but Lord of the Rings is actually
1: on here. Oh, I read that. Okay. Yeah,
0: and then Bear Town downstairs. Yeah. But Beartown by Frederick Bachman is on here in Fahrenheit 451.
1: Okay, i read for Fahrenheit 451. I read other Fredri- Frederick Bachman books, not that one. Okay, I feel better now.
0: So, Great Gatsby. Okay, I've read that one. To Kill a Mockingbird. I've read that one. Of Mice and Men.
1: Mm, I don't know if i read that
0: one. So, The Color Purple by Alice Walker. i read that one on so this. good. And it, like, the book is fucking amazing. I'm, a, I'm just going to go ahead and yeah. say it. It's fucking incredible. The movie actually does it justice not all the way but the movie is i wa- i saw the mm-hmm. movie when i was like 10 years old and i was like holy cow you know but then i read the book getting a little bit older and yeah. i was like oh incredible fucking
1: pretty incredible. sure i read it in ap lit in high school either ap language or ap lit and um, i remember watching the movie and i i loved that book like it was, i mean it, in the movie too like yeah. it was really good incredible yeah, yeah. well done
0: so, uh, Carrie by Stephen King.
1: I have not read that, but we, not. as we discussed earlier, I'm not a huge fan of scary. Yes. In general, and Stephen King likes to be spooky.
0: That's
1: true. And uh, thrillers. So then, I just, um, my nerves.
0: Oh no, I could read them for <sighs> days at a time.
1: See, no, because what happens is I get anxious in the middle of reading, and then I flip forward and make sure the people are still alive, and then I go back. Seriously, even in books that aren't thrillers. Like, if I get too nervous a character is going to die, I skip ahead just to see if there's dialogue or something by them so I know they survive whatever they're currently, like, in. Wow. I, my, You're that guy. I, I am anxious. Like, I can't do it. I still read the book all the way through, but, like, sometimes i got to flip a few pages ahead. I just don't stop reading, which,
0: it, you know, it's a toxic trait. Like, I will mm. all start, say it same like, two or three chapters mm. in, and it grips you, and then you can't stop reading, and then I will look at the clock and it's four fifty nine a.m and my alarm mm-hmm. goes off at five twenty, and I'm like mm, I could finish this and then <laughs> yeah, fine. Fine. but like that's my you know one of my toxic traits where it's like Ugh. yeah no yeah. I, don't I don't skip ahead though because then it, it like ruins
1: it for me oh no see I'm okay with things <clears throat> being ruined like I'll still watch I'll still read but yeah. like sometimes I just need my anxiety because I like internalize like I am invested I'm wow. in it like akatar by Sarah J Maas like I needed to know what was happening between her and Tamlin. Like, I needed to know what was happening between Feyre I have and Ryzan. no idea what that is. I'm probably, I'm really botching that. <laughs> like, I, I mean... just, like, I will skim ahead and, and then, like, so I knew what was going to happen between Feyre, like, that Feyre was going to end up with, you know, right. Ryzan. Because I skipped ahead and I was like, okay, so we're going to make a left turn here somewhere. Well, but, like, I just got too anxious and I was like, I need to know. Are they fucking or not?
0: Well, since we're on this topic, though, for those of you listening to this, I need you to respond to that question. Do you also skip ahead to yeah. see if your characters are still alive, who dies, who, you know? Are you an books?
1: anxious reader like are
0: you me? an anxious reader? Yeah, that's a very mm. good question.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I definitely am. Okay, back to other books. Is that the whole list for so, 2021?
0: No, I'm not reading the whole list, but mm. the ones that like pop out, mm. Grapes of Wrath is on here.
1: I don't Adventures know I of Tom one. Sawyer. Read that one. Yep,
0: yeah, Frankenstein by uh, Shelley, or Mary Shelley. Mm-hmm. But this one kind of frustrates me. Is The Diary of a Young Girl by Anne Frank. Are you fucking serious? Well,
1: the Jews have always been persecuted, so it doesn't surprise me <sighs> that they're on that list.
0: It just, it bothers me so much. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's a diary of a living human being and what they went through. So if a, you know, say it's a school that banned the book, right? Because it's not it's not appropriate content for their child, right? So why not sit down and have a conversation mm-hmm. with them and read the book with your kid? yeah? Like Or at an appropriate age that you deem necessary, yeah. you deem appropriate, but talk about the book, not just be like, you can't read that, nope, you can't even look at that, you can't even read the person's name, how dare you?
1: I have something really cool to show you. Okay. <sighs> the suspense. Back to my opinion about age-appropriate books. Thank you. I buy these books for my kids so that way they can learn about people and learn about things. Let me see that shit. Isn't that cool? I love the...
0: actually very cool.
1: I love this series and then the Who Is series for like the chapter books. But this one, um, so we've read Sacagawea, we've read this, we've read um, Leonardo da Vinci, but yeah, so we have several of the books in that series. This is
0: fantastic. Yeah. So I think I showed you the series that I read as a kid. I think it was maybe like 11 or 12. That My mom true. bought me this series that when she bought me like two or three, but one was about Cleopatra and mm-hmm. it was about her teenage Oh, characters. yeah, you were telling
1: me about this. Yeah.
0: And then the other one was like Queen Elizabeth and yeah, um, yeah, yeah. like a couple other people, but it was their diary from when they were younger and then like growing up. You know becoming mm-hmm. an older teenager or whatever and yes. kind of going through that rites of passage type time mm-hmm. of age so like this is fantastic like yeah. the fact that it's age appropriate yes okay so but but we're talking book, about yeah. right but banning the book from the school library because yes. you don't deem it necessary for your children so talk to them about it yes and i, I don't get me wrong y'all are going to be out there like this bitch doesn't have kids she doesn't know what the fuck she's talking about I apologize.
1: Like I don't. I don't know what else to say. This doesn't mean you shouldn't have an opinion. Not like you won't have children someday. And also, caveat: like people's opinions can change, and that doesn't make them. That's true. You know, like it's it's okay for someone to have an opinion now, and that opinion change as their life right happens. Yep. So,
0: do you want me to move on to the twenty twenty two list? Because this one has a little
1: more substance. As far as like, I also I just want to like plug this book. It's called I Am Anne Frank by Brad Meltzer. Um, I know obviously this one is not on the van book list, but the fact that Diary of van Frank is like, that's it's it, like you said, it is frustrating, but hopefully, like, if it's not, if that book isn't age appropriate, people are still finding age appropriate material to have this discussion, to have other discussions. On those
0: particular people yes. or those topics. Yes. Yes.
1: Like, even, like, Sacagawea, the I Am Sacagawea book, mm-hmm. I learned several new things. Like, I have a degree in history, and I still didn't, um, you know, like, obviously there's so much history, so many things I could learn, but I definitely missed something about, learned about her. Um, I mean, I knew she made great contributions, but, like, I didn't realize how many languages she spoke mm-hmm. and how many things she did and how many things she gave up to make that trip. Yep. So yeah, as I was reading I am Zachary to my kids, I was learning and right you know, and finding out new things. So yeah, it's awesome to read new books about people and from different backgrounds, different cultures. I love this series and it just it does spark conversations. Like we read the I am Leonardo da Vinci with Jace. My son has autism, Jace does, and he found so many things in common with himself and Leonardo da Vinci. And really? he, yeah. And, you know, I think, I mean, a lot of times he feels like an upball, you know, and I think he thought it was really neat to read a book about a famous person and to have so many things in common. Like his brain just seemed to work very similar to Da Vinci's and he was just super pumped about it. So that's fantastic. Yeah. Anyways, I love that series. My kids and I will keep reading. So all right. 2022 band books,
0: the top 10 band books to read in 2022. Okay. The complete mouse. Yep. So, and we and we've talked about this a little bit, but this is a uh, an article from PrettyOpinionated.com, okay. which I do appreciate in general.
1: I love that they uh, are just up front. They're like, we are pretty, are pretty opinionated. opinionated.
0: So, this is a Pulitzer Prize winning graphic novel from mm-hmm. the horrors or about the horrors of the Holocaust. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this one hits a little bit more home. Um, and I'm not saying I'm an expert by any mm-hmm. means, but living in Germany and going and seeing the mm-hmm. different sites around. Um, we did visit Auschwitz when we were there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It is harrowing. Like yeah. there, there is no emotion to explain what you feel when you are there. And so this, it kind of pisses me off a little bit that this is banned, you know? And especially like the Anne Frank thing. Mm-hmm. And I I don't have any ties that I know of to to the Jewish culture and the Jewish identity itself. But the fact that so many people were lost because mm-hmm. of this. Um, oh yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna stop talking about it now. But, <laughs> but like, um, I'm gonna get emotional. <laughs> <sure. laughs> yeah. So this book itself, because it's banned in certain schools mm. or certain counties or even certain states, it is currently sold out on Amazon and pretty much everywhere else because it's banned. Yep. And they even in this article they even talk about well the quickest way to get sales on a book is to ban it because. Mm half of these books are either sold out or you can't find them in any library Yeah, tomorrow.
1: Because it ticks people off. They're like that they, mm-hmm. you know, you're taking the opportunity away from us when you yep. I mean I'm an adult, I can order them on Amazon but Right.
0: But it's it's a it's a learning opportunity, I yes. think. Especially when these books are based on true historical events or based on someone's life. It's a learning opportunity. Mm-hmm. And if you if you It's a good chance I hit are, it.
1: too. <laughs> 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 let's be real here. My legs get squirrely. <laughs>
0: But if it's, if it's something that you really don't want your kids to read, okay, mm-hmm. but justify it to them. You don't mm-hmm. have to go and attack a school and be like, oh, my God, this isn't appropriate mm-hmm. for any of these children. You know, yes. don't know what, what the parenting styles are of all these other yes. people. Other people might not even know that that book exists, and their kids might not know it that exists. Yeah. But they do now because people made a huge deal about it, and they banned yeah. it. You know, I'll shut up. I'll get off my soapbox. <sighs> okay, so... The next one on here, it states that um, LGBTQIA books are being banned yes. at an alarming rate. Uh-huh. Alarming rate. So it says a handful of, and this is from the article, a handful of parents in my son's district are actively trying to get this book either pulled entirely from the library or shoved behind a counter where kids can't see it. So it's at the top of my list to read. What book is it? All Boys Aren't Blue by George Johnson. Okay. A, man- a memoir manifested by George M. Johnson.
1: Okay yeah that's i was looking up why are books banned and it says generally they have lgbtq content they're by by black authors they're vulgar or contain sexually explicit content or have occult themes or a religious viewpoint and like i said earlier i'm like i don't like book banning i'm an author i definitely am not a fan of this but what i you know like Like I said, with movies and TV shows, we put ratings on things. Mm -hmm. Cool. Put a rating on a book. Like, hey, this has this content. It's rated R. Like, you decide if your child can read that, handle that. Yes. But until they're such, you know, like, 17, you know, like, we don't have access to rated R.
0: If if we're talking about movie ratings, right, there's always going to be those kids that sneak into the movie theater and it's rated R. And, oh, my God, I get to see boobs and... Cool, yes. get a life. But like, there's yes. always going to be those kids that reach for that material mm-hmm. because their parents said no, mm-hmm. or because you know it's banned mm-hmm. from the school or whatever. Those people, it, it's it's part of society, right? Like, yeah. It's part of that that growing up in whatever society that we live in, and they want the material that that mm-hmm. people say they can't have. It's that whole yes. psychology behind it. So, but I mean, people can ban books all they want, but here we
1: are talking about it, mm-hmm. and here we are adding to our TBR because. But like let me play devil's advocate for just a moment and i'm just going to apologize if people hate me for bringing this up but there has been a local controversy near us in missouri there was a book in their elementary school library that depicted how to perform oral sex Okay. And so, like, I I don't like banning books, but I can tell you right now, if my six-year-old brought home a book from the library that depicted how to perform oral sex, I'd be
0: upset. I'm I, not gonna lie. Yeah, I yeah, no, I'd that be. be, be but,
1: and then this is where my like, let's have ratings. Like, right. I don't need my six-year-old picking that up. She can't even put her clothes on the right way half the time. <laughs> We're not thinking about oral sex, right. like.
0: No, not, not even anywhere. ready for that conversation.
1: Yeah. Like I want to have deep and meaningful conversations with my kids, but I want them to be able to understand it and participate. And process. And pro- it.
0: Yes, not necessarily just. And I don't a want to the scar them
1: with like too yeah. much too soon. For me, like I don't think that book should be banned from any child, but, but they need to be older. Yes. Like I, I understand. Like if a child is is gay or you know and hasn't had you know and hasn't had any support or background you know hasn't had any of that and finds this book and it helps them figure out how to move forward with their own sexuality cool but they need to be the appropriate age to understand that and for it to mean something to them anyways not happy about that and their solution was to put a sticker on it so that kids wouldn't check it out Without permission, but they get to look at it in the library. They said they couldn't check it out without permission. A yeah, sticker. I don't know. I don't think in that's... an elementary school. I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't think I agree well, with that. Especially because here's my thing if there was a movie depicting oral sex, would that be allowed to be shown in school? Absolutely not. You can barely, you can't even show, nope. like, a PG movie without a parent signing, you know.
0: You've also got the awkward health teachers that are, like, showing you how to put okay, a Okay, that's on a banana. middle school, high I know, school, but, like, not
1: elementary. You
0: know, I, I saw the, uh, I think it was, like, 6th grade, maybe 7th grade or something, and they separated all the girls and the boys, mm-hmm. and we all watched the video on what a period is and mm-hmm. how to put a tampon in and how to use a pad and whatever. And it wasn't, like, traumatizing by any means, mm-hmm. but it was, like, I won't ever forget that because it was fucking weird, you yeah. know? And then we've got our 97-year-old our teacher. Not really. I don't even remember which teacher it was. <laughs> but, like, I can't imagine what teacher it was that was standing up there being like, and this is a pad, and this is a tampon, and this is, you peel it off here, and you, really?
1: Unfortunately, yes, but unfortunately that's because there are parents that aren't involved. I've had several, that. like, girlfriends tell me that no one ever had a conversation with them about what a period was or anything no one they had to figure it out for themselves and so yes yes it's awkward but unfortunately for some kids that's their only form of education so if no one teaches you how to use a pad or a tampon Right. Or even what a period is if no one has that conversation with you and you're only learning from your peers who, let's be real, as a sixth grader I didn't Too know. Too
0: fucking immature. Yes. 100%. I was
1: not gonna be able to have a serious let's, conversation to educate someone.
0: Let's also talk about the fact that my parents did not know that this was happening. So when I went home and oh. was like, Hey, they were <laughs> This pissed. was a weird day. <laughs>
1: yeah. Four kids that are receiving sex ed at school. Right i mean i'm all for like giving parents a heads up hey this we're going to talk about this at school today so if your kids come home and have questions you know this is why right i i as a parent i like that heads up
0: or like hey on the first of next month you know a couple weeks in advance Mm -hmm. hey or next week yeah we're going to talk about this that at least gives the parents an opportunity And we all know there's those absent parents that are like, oh, I didn't see that email until Mm -hmm. the day before or the day after. Like, fuck,
1: you know? Yeah. But like I said, for some kids, that's their only form of education. And so I'm not like, I think that the more informed you are, the better decisions you can make personally.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, yeah. Okay. So let's not get into a whole conversation about teen (laughs) sex because I could about to make a left turn there and I don't want to make a left turn there. Like I said, my uh, my opinion personally is ratings. Like mm-hmm. like I said, the, my best example is like movie ratings. Well, I pose that question. If it was a movie, would you let a six-year-old watch a movie de- showing how to depict, you know, depicting no. oral sex and no. how to perform it? No. No. They absolutely would not show that in school. No. So if you won't show a movie showing what's being shown in the book, why is the book okay? Mm-hmm. Like I said, when it's age appropriate, well, definitely.
0: The, the fact that want the school kids is like, access. oh, we'll put a sticker on it. It's an elementary school, so why doesn't that either a not be in schools at all? And I know that's technically a form of banning, mm-hmm. but not necessarily banning it from the school, but maybe putting it in the high school.
1: Yeah, like make it like I said, age appropriate. Putting it in a library where, <sighs> where a kid can understand it, process it, and ask appropriate questions, and actually well, for it to be meaningful.
0: But we all know, how, we, you put that in a junior high school library you put it in a high school school mm-hmm. library those motherfuckers are going to be exactly yeah. I mean and we're talking about world sex whatever. and you know that the boys are going to be like mm, hell yeah read this book You, I mean I'm so old but like <laughs> You know, you yes. know the boys are gonna but, be checking that out. But like I like, said,
1: there still might be that one kid who's questioning their sexuality, hope, and it might help, or what you know, whatever. Or
0: I mean, God, I mean, God forbid. Yes, there are such thing as high school sweethearts, and this is the girl or the guy that wants to please their person. Like yes. I get it. And but we, I don't need
1: my six year old to figure that out.
0: I don't nope. think that that's a, an age appropriate book for a six year old. I don't think it's
1: even appropriate all. for my nine year old.
0: No, mostly
1: I, just because I know my nine year old and well,
0: you know. but. And, and not to call it out, but like, is that a nine-year-old thing or is that a nine-year-old with autism? Thing? Oh,
1: I mean, either one, but I can't separate that because my nine-year-old has autism. So right. for me personally, my nine-year-old doesn't need to read that. That's not going to work. Yeah. For the love of Pete, the kid, he has no filter. <sighs> he, yeah, not at all. <laughs> he literally asked his teacher why He's... her hands were fat. Oh God. <sighs> he
0: did ask me the one day, why is your body so big? yeah that's okay i
1: told him i was like you know what it's okay he He goes okay well he asked me why i was when i turned 30 he asked me why i was old and he cried because he thought i was gonna die oh my god and then he was just so fascinated with age and so he's gonna be 10 next or this year he's gonna be 10 this year and he's like i'm gonna be Two digits, mom. I'm gonna be i am oh. I'm gonna be a man. What am I gonna do, buddy? <laughs> no, what that's cute. not how that works. I can't handle it. That's
0: oh. so
1: cute. He's so cute. Like socially, like I said, it's black and white with him. There, those mm. no shades of gray, man. And he ain't. Woo. If he sees it, he calls it. Like there is no like buttered enough for people's feelings. Right. Unfortunately, we're working on that. um Mostly I don't want him to, you know, get nailed in the face later because he insults the wrong person accidentally and doesn't realize it. Yeah. (laughs) It would be a learning experience, Um, but not everyone's so nice. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he just, he's incredibly smart, but socially he definitely would not be ready for that kind of book material.
0: Yeah, I feel like that's a little outside of the 9, 10, 11 range. Like that's I mean 13, twelve would be Yeah, I was twelve
1: them. would be like the bare minimum. Agreed. Because I know there were some twelve year olds doing inappropriate things uh that when I was twelve. But uh yeah. but that's like the beginning of that stuff.
0: Yeah. And do you really so, yeah. want to be teaching a twelve year old the proper way to perform oral sex? I mean only if it's to... safely
1: if I'm gonna be honest, if kids are gonna right. do it, I want it to be safe.
0: Right, but if they're I'm okay, okay. Coming And this is going to sound judgmental, right? Mm -hmm. Coming from a 12-year-old who's trying to learn how to give better oral sex. I don't know if it was
1: like giving you tips. I think it just was like how to do it. How to
0: do it, right? But that's going to lead to Mm. Mm. curiosity. If a 12-year-old is seeking that out, what are they going to be like when they're 16 or 17 or 18? You know, God only knows. But But hopefully
1: safe. Like you can't, totally you can't control everything.
0: That is you can't
1: control everything in a kid's life, like you can, you can only teach your children and right influence them. You can only influence the kids in front of you. You know, right. like you can't influence all of them and save all of them.
0: Right, or, which could be or, a very solid possibility as to why that school decided to put that book in their library in the first place. Right, because yeah. I think I the I just library, I am curious. How did it get approved in the first place?
1: Like, why? Yeah. And like,
0: is it a, is it an elementary school or is it K through twelve?
1: No, that school was an elementary school.
0: Elementary school. Yeah, so I would be curious to know, like, why it got approved in the first place, mm-hmm. or is somebody maybe playing a sick joke? Like, no, it was a
1: school board meeting. <laughs> yeah. That book was brought out. Passages were read from it.
0: And they approved
1: and, it. And some, and, well, this is the parents, a parent was reading passages from it, because I guess they figured out that book was there. Oh, okay. And, like, there were other parents, like, I know several of the parents that were there, and they, I, I, like, one of them told me they're it made them physically ill, To hear what was being read from that book.
0: Well, but I'm talking about before that. How did that book get approved to be in the library? But the district was aware of it. Oh, God. Yeah, I feel like that's a problem.
1: I just uh, read an article today actually um, that the janitor at a high school was sexually abusing a kid with special needs and just got arrested. Right? Disgusting. Like, Jesus. So, anyways. We never know where our conversations are going to go. <laughs> the next thing I was going to talk about was my opinion, which I've already inserted several times. So, yeah, what I've been reading this week is the one for book club, *Picture of Dorian Gray*. That one was banned. It's written in 1890 by Oscar Wilde. It has some phenomenal. How far are you in the book?
0: I fucking hate it. <gasps> lie
1: okay so i do i don't i don't know what
0: the problem is i've bought the book I've, i'm listening to the audiobook i'm listening to it separately i'm reading it separately and then i'm listening to it while reading it <sighs> okay it's not i don't like it and so. maybe i'm dumb like maybe i just can't grasp no. the fucking concept but i just hate it
1: okay so my opinion, Sorry. is written in 1890. So, obviously, the English is oh, a little yeah. bit harder to get well, to. Different. The conversation... I mean, I it's more romantic, and, the
0: and it's adorable. Like, I, I just... But I it's really a slower like
1: read. And if you're an impatient reader, and you like to binge read, that's going to be harder for you, because you're going to have to slow down yes. and really contextualize Understand. the words. Yep. Yes. So, there's that part of it. But it's interesting, because Lord Henry, so many of his opinions are so opposite what they should be. You know, like, we... You know, like a lot of times we see things through a lens of morality, mm-hmm. and he mm-hmm. sees things through a lens of immorality. Yes. yes, I think. And it's so interesting, like what a person would be like if they just didn't give a fuck. That's like, true. Cool. Especially in 1890. Yeah, in 1890, yeah. he has the "I don't give a fuck" attitude. So it's like Oscar Wilde. Like I want to have a beer Bring with you. It. Not to like, mention
0: this was Oscar Wilde's only novel. He's done so much writing. We've mm-hmm. read, I don't know how much of his writing throughout our school years, but mm-hmm. this was his only novel, yeah. which was part of our book club thing. This month's book theme was One Hit Wonders, and this is mm-hmm. Oscar Wilde's only novel. Yeah. So that was,
1: but was then the other thing
0: is rooted on.
1: Was, I mean, it's not explicitly stated, but it's pretty obvious that there's like some homoerotica between Agreed. Lord Henry and Dorian.
0: Agreed. Uh, yep.
1: I'm not done with the books, so maybe this gets even more saucy. I'm only
0: like a third of the way
1: in. I'm about halfway now. Okay. But I think it's really interesting that in 18 you know, like 1890, that was definitely not accepted. And like I said, it's not explicit. Okay, so they're kind of censoring it. But it's still pretty obvious that Lord Henry wants to bang Dorian. Mm-hmm. And yep. finds him very good looking. Dorian seems to reciprocate it to an extent, too.
0: To a certain extent. I haven't gotten... I don't, I don't know that I've gotten that far. But he to a certain extent, yeah. It he does
1: definitely... Like, Lord Henry's definitely a person he looks up to. He values his opinions yep. and enjoys his company. Yep. So, like, even if he doesn't find him physically attractive, he finds him attractive in other ways. Right. So, yeah. I don't know. So, I'm, it
0: was actually... This was actually published in July 1890 issue of the American Periodical Lippincott's Monthly Magazine. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Wilde expanded that text into a novel published in in 1891.
1: Well, because from what I I was reading, what I understand, they censored this book without his permission when they printed it in that magazine.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah.
1: That's what I was, because I was looking it up to one, because I was wondering why it was banned before I read it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and apparently they censored it in the magazine without his permission, and he was pissed, so then he expanded it and made it a novel. Rumor has it. <laughs> That's what happened. So don't piss me off, or I'm going to write a friggin' series about it.
0: So th- th- what I what I thought was really cool is that this um, picture drawing of Dorian Gray is considered to be a classic of gothic literature. Okay. Not just mm-hmm. a classic novel. And, I don't know, I thought that was kind of weird, because now they've you know, the kind of sub 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 genre analyze it. Yeah. Yes. So, okay. Yeah. You know, kind of. Yeah, it's, it's just interesting. I'm
1: interested to finish it because I just got to the part where the picture is, um, sorry, I <laughs> bumped <bought> the camera, <laughs> <laughs> um, but why the picture, the portrait is aging for him. Yes. Um, so that just started happening, which is exciting. Um,
0: and I like so this. This is a, a very short summary. It says mm-hmm. on a beautiful summer day in Victorian England, Lord Henry Wotton, an opinionated man, is observing the sensitive artist Basil Hallward painting the portrait of Dar- Dorian Gray, a handsome young man who is Basil's ultimate muse.
1: Also, Basil, pretty clearly gay as well.
0: A hundred percent.
1: Definitely has a crush on Dorian as well.
0: Yes. Yep. Dorian so must
1: have been hung. <laughs> I'm sorry. Everyone wanted to get on that junk. God. I mean, you're not wrong. Like, every character in that book that we've encountered thus far has wanted to get with Dorian Gray pretty clearly.
0: I don't even know if I should read this. Do it. Because I haven't gotten that far in the book. So, Well, if you're
1: hating it, maybe this will help you, like, move forward. Maybe.
0: So, one night before leaving for Paris, Basil goes to Dorian's house to ask him about the rumors of his self-indulgent sensualism. Mm -hmm. Dorian does not deny his debauchery and takes Basil to see the portrait. The portrait has become so hideous that Basil is only able to identify it as his by the signature he affixes to all of his portraits. Basil is horrified and beseeches Dorian to pray for salvation. Mm. In anger, Dorian blames his fate on Basil and stabs him to death. Oh, Dorian then calmly blackmails an old friend, the scientist Alan Campbell, into using his knowledge of chemistry to destroy the, bo- the body of Basil Hallward. Alan later kills himself. Okay, the book just got infinitely more interesting.
1: See, aren't you glad you read that? <laughs> I guess we should. Have a spoiler I need alert. to go
0: on it further. Yeah. Yes, we do. I, I need to clip that from the last episode, like alert.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, like I said, it's it just not really
1: I don't want to tell you what just happened before he realized mm-hmm. the portrait was aging, but don't tell me. Yeah. It gets it gets the beginning is a little slow and dry, and it's like, God, so he's sitting dry. and being painted. Shut and they're the drinking they're drinking tea.
0: It's so, and you know what? Even Stephanie messaged me and was like, this book is bullshit. <laughs>
1: I just wanna say, as someone who's drank tea in England, like it's fucking good.
0: It's the coolest thing. Why did thing we ever? lose?
1: I guess because of what the hell, when we dumped the tea in the harbor? <laughs> like we're anti tea in America. I feel like that's not- <laughs> um I'm just saying, why don't we drink more tea? Other than in the South, like, sweet tea, cool. But it's not not the same. same. It is not the same as when you have a tea time and you go to a fancy place with cool china and you sit with your friends and you drink tea. Like, in England, they do it right. I got to do it right with little cucumber sandwiches. And it was, fat. like, it was just the best. It was fascinating. Like, I enjoyed it. I would have gone to tea every day in England. Cool. I get why they're writing about it in this book because... I would... Yeah, I need more wine. Okay. If I'm going to talk about Doreen Gray being hunting like a horse, I need more wine.
0: <laughs>
1: but yeah, so I get why they're talking about it in this oh, book, why they go for tea, because that's what happens in England. It's boring to well, read about it. It's fun to be there.
0: Can I? Can I just say... Uh, I have a student from Sri Lanka Ooh. right now, and, uh, he just got promoted to lieutenant colonel, so, it's, okay. or, excuse me, god, I'm dumb, he got promoted to major, sorry, okay. uh, so he is promoted I really wouldn't his, have well, made a difference for me, but, okay. so, um, <laughs> in, in his country, he was promoted, right, but mm-hmm. he's here for a class, so, like, he doesn't get the traditional, like, celebrations Fancy. that you would, in, yeah. you know, in, in your country or with your unit. And mm-hmm. so they did a promotion ceremony for him. And then um, he threw, like, he cooked a bunch of Sri Lankan food Ooh. for a bunch of people at the hotel that mm-hmm. he's staying with. And I was like, where's Dude, my Sri Lankan yeah. food? Like, hello, Have, like, I'm here for you every day. Like, I see you every day. Bring me day. some lunch. <laughs> so he brought me a box of Sri Lankan tea. Oh. And this shit is okay. Let me let me be like the cool kids for a minute. And it is off the hook. <laughs> like,
1: it, <laughs> I'm surprised you can do that with was, guns.
0: So, oh my gosh, it's so good. It, and it's so it's um, made in Sri Lanka. The company is owned by this guy who actually helps people in Sri Lanka. Like, he helps um, build houses for the homeless or shelters and stuff that they can go to. Mm-hmm. But then they also put in this tea Sri Lankan cinnamon. And mm-hmm. it makes the whole office smell like Christmas when Ooh. I make a cup for myself.
1: So I'm going to need you to keep this That's fine. He this gave me a giant try.
0: box. Like, I'm totally willing to share. Okay. Not Cause... while we're recording a podcast because wine is my life. But yeah. the tea is but wonderful. and I need I can...
1: the tea for tomorrow or yeah. another day. <laughs> well,
0: and, and normally... Tea, I mean, especially like some of the, the American boxes that you get. It they're is so not the same. brutal and bitter that you're yes. just like, ugh, I, I got a packet of Splenda. Like, let's sweeten this up just a hair.
1: Oh, I this, sweeten it so much to where sometimes the sugar won't dissolve anymore. Thank you. That's but me. This, with the lemon.
0: You don't even need it. It's black tea with cinnamon. Mm. You don't need a single ounce of sweetener. It is
1: fucking See, perfect. now I want to try it because it's so
0: good. I so, like thank tea. you to Sarah because, amen, it's delicious. But, it's worth
1: it. Yeah. So anyways, <laughs> they know how to do tea right. in yes. the UK.
0: And they know that Picture of Dorian Gray by Oscar Wilde is actually going to be pretty interesting once you make it through the first half of the goddamn book. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh,
1: that's funny. Oh, God. That's another banned book we can talk about that we both read, other than Fifty Shades of Grey, <laughs> which I actually am looking and it's right behind you on the shelf. Oh, so
0: good. So we talked about 1984. Right, george orwell yeah so this one i thought was really interesting when i i mean it's been a minute since i read it so i'm not gonna lie i looked up like a cheat sheet because i it's been a while yeah it's been a while for me too (laughs) so let me see here
1: i'm gonna catch up as you catch us up
0: yes so the historical background for this is orwell wrote 1984 just after world war ii ended okay he wanted it to serve as a warning to his readers he wanted to be certain that the kind of future presented in the novel should never come to pass even though the practices that contribute to the development of such a state were abundantly present in Orwell's time okay so i thought that was interesting yeah and then orwell lived during a time in which tyranny was a reality in spain germany soviet union and other countries where government kept an iron fist around its citizens where there was little if any freedom and where hunger forced labor and mass execution were common mm-hmm. so i i found that like snippet when i was going through this again cuz I think I read 1984 or 1984 10
1: years ago. Yeah, it was at least that for me cuz I'm I'm 99% sure I was in high school. This sounds it like was an before
0: th- I was married to my husband. So like it was mm-hmm. easily more it was either 10 or more years mm-hmm. ago. So what this says is that Orwell creates a technologically advanced world in which fear is used as a tool for manipulating and controlling individuals who do not conform to the prevailing political orthodoxy. Say that five mm-hmm. times fast.
1: But doesn't that kind of resonate with today uh
0: resonates with today it resonates with handmaid's tale it resonates with yeah what was that but like if you don't
1: but like it just reminds me of cancel culture like i guess there are things that are not okay and as we progress as a society
0: true yes but also
1: like cancel culture sometimes goes too far and if you don't agree if you don't agree with them 100 percent, you get shut down yeah
0: yeah so and this, I think that it
1: just doesn't leave room for dissenting opinions, and you need dissenting opinions. Even if you don't agree with that opinion, they still make you think mm-hmm. and make you justify your own. And but you, it
0: makes you... I mean, it not necessarily makes the average person have to research these things, mm-hmm. but having... Wow, well, wine, um, Having those conversations with the people around you to get you to open your mind a little bit. I can't tell... Like, I moved to Texas in 2010... And I met so many people that had never left the state of Texas. I met people who have never left the city of Houston. Because everything I mean, they need is right there. Mm-hmm. And I'm not judging that, but, like, some of, not, not just those people, but other people I've met throughout my life are kind of closed-minded because they haven't gone out and, like, experienced things. Are they reading books? Are they reading the political news? In yeah. whatever country, in this country, in that state, in whatever some some people that I've met their views are so narrow-minded are they even willing to break out of that bubble and have that conversation mm-hmm. about like what if mm-hmm. or hey this happened the other day, how do you feel about it? Yeah you know
1: I don't want so I will say that being able to leave is a privilege sometimes.
0: agreed like I do it agree.
1: is you know not everyone can leave agreed. And so some people and also not everyone gets the same access to education. And so if you don't know there are other things out there, mm-hmm. you don't know. You yeah. know, you know, until you know you you don't know. <laughs> yeah. And so caveat, like yes, we have empathy and we definitely And not
0: I'm not I'm not judging. Yes. Like that I, I'm But for the
1: people that have standing. the opportunities and who yes. have the ability to experience things see things and just you don't have like I said you don't have to agree with someone but to not even be able to have a conversation like that is one thing I feel like we are really struggling with as a society Mm -hmm. to not even be able to have a conversation about it because it's I'm right you're wrong there's no shade of gray and there's no in between yes but there is because every person has such a different experience in their life Mm -hmm. and has been colored by those experiences and so we're going to see the same event and process it very differently. We're going to read the same material and process it very differently and take different things from it. And so it's so important to be able to have conversations about books, about life, about, about, you know, just anything Mm
0: -hmm.
1: with the people we don't agree with because they saw it differently doesn't necessarily make it wrong. It just means they took something else from that experience. So I don't know. We're getting deep right now. We are (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> a little deeper than we normally get, but fan <laughs> books, it, I mean, it just. It's, it's a fascinating a, topic. Yes, and it's a slippery slope to other issues in our society. Okay. Like, it's just like an indicator that things yep. aren't going very well in certain areas and we need to address them. And I never want to say, no society is perfect. No, not at all. Or, you know, nobody's perfect, no country's perfect. There's always going to be something that can be improved. Right. especially as people in society evolves their needs change yeah. and things change and the
0: society should be yes. adapting and changing along mm-hmm. the way not just stuck in the the same viewpoint and the same rules and regulations and whatever mm-hmm. but society should also be adapting which yes. i think you know for some people that do agree with the cancel culture and no nope, we don't we don't believe in that we don't do that if society is conforming to that not only are people conforming to the society, but I think the other way around mm-hmm. it sparks a lot more conversation right mm-hmm. not saying that I entirely mm-hmm. agree with cancel cancel society mm-hmm. but or cancel culture mm-hmm. it just it should be sparking more conversations out there than just you're done oh, no you're done you're out. we're done yeah have a good day.
1: yes exactly yeah. like I don't think it people make things so black and white. And it can't be. And Not always. almost nothing in life is black and white.
0: Yep.
1: Except pedophilia. And murder. And, oh yeah, yeah, murder. That's in there too.
0: And hurting animals.
1: Well, okay. Let me just say, I could murder a pedophile and feel pretty good about it.
0: Are you going to go to prison for it?
1: I would go to prison. If somebody piddled with one of my children, I would. <laughs> Would murder them in a heartbeat and I mean, not feel sad about it,
0: which I I would defend that to the end of your days. Yes, because so he'll be in prison and again. Won't be.
1: Shades of gray. There is a certain limit, you know, like right. justification for murder.
0: Right, but there there has to be that line also as to where our justice system comes into play.
1: Well, yeah. <laughs> yes, you keep just going murdering people. <laughs> I get it, but I'm I'm just saying, like you said, murder was black and white, and I'm like, mm. There's there's a asterisk there. Like you would be okay with someone a what? Asterisk. <laughs> asterisk? <laughs> Let me just put that into frame when I do with I am. <laughs> That's what it's called, the little I'm star. Aware, but
0: the first time you didn't say asterisk.
1: As, as, okay, well my mom. <laughs> my Bobby mother, Roberta. Roberta, Bobby, Bobby. She uh said Archbishop today. <laughs> And I thought died. <laughs> because she was so serious about what the Archbishop said.
0: Can I keep that in the episode? Please. Oh. I cannot wait to meet her. Can I, can I be <laughs> that bold? Like, I just. Oh, yeah, you can definitely meet her.
1: Oh, my mother is wonderful. She's uh, she really is. She's wonderful. And uh, one person I don't always agree with my mom, but is she a good person? Yes, absolutely.
0: Are you a good
1: person? No. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fine <laughs> Going that way with it. <laughs> I <sighs> had to.
0: You left it open. Mm-hmm. You
1: left it open. Well the Archbishop would judge you.
0: Archbishop? <laughs> <laughs> I can't. <laughs>
1: Okay, this is also. We we're talking about Disney movies. This is a few years ago. <laughs> she was entirely serious, and she was like, "Beauty and the Bitch" is about this girl. She did not mean to say that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what came out. <laughs> yeah. She was like, "Beauty and the Bitch" is about. this... But <laughs> again, I died laughing, and she didn't get it for a second. I was like, "You just said." Beauty and the bitch. <laughs> I like it. I feel like that See, should be a book now. <laughs> if
0: we're all being truthful, can we please do an episode about Disney movies that are not at all lined up with the books that were actually written about that Absolutely. particular son of a bitch? Get
1: a pen out of that. Do no. it. Down. Trello guy. it. Yes. We're, my we're mother, like, my mother's pretty funny. Let me just throw that out there. She's a hoot. This is also the lady who I told uh, because I have some friends that uh, are models and uh, also like promoted different uh, alcohol labels and brands. And uh, I was about to go out with them and I told my mom, you know, I've just resigned myself to being the fat, funny friend. And she looked at me and she goes, Who said you were funny? <laughs> and this is my mother!
0: <sighs> it's still just as funny. This is like the third time I've heard you tell that story, and it's still just as funny. Like
1: really? I, she was like that. Who said you were funny?
0: Cold blooded, Bobby G out here. <laughs> Bobby G. She out
1: here cutting out hard. You know, what's funny is those are her initial, her, na- her maiden name initials. But yes, I'm here for it. <laughs> Me and Bobby G. G. Bobby G. <laughs> Let's talk about Thirteen Reasons Why. Okay, have you read the book?
0: I have not read the book, but I have watched. I think oh, the last season. Oh, you
1: I don't. Did I read the ten banned books of twenty twenty two? No. No, you said the. No, 10, I
0: started with the the article that I have.
1: Which was.
0: Which is the fifty? Hold on. Fifty, banned books to read now while you still can. Gotcha. So they're not the, banned
1: yet. So these are the actual top ten. T- Top ten. (laughs) Wow, the Louisiana just came out right now. we were in the top ten. The top ten (laughs) books. Here comes Penn State. Twenty twenty. No, we are. Okay, we are Penn freaking State. All right, and I swear, the first person who comments about Sandusky blocked. Maybe we cut that, because then someone's really going to comment about Sandusky. I hope they do. No! (laughs) I graduated literally in August 2011, and then shit went down right after that. I got to experience Penn State without Sandusky. Thank the Lord. And it was a glorious time.
0: So then then it shouldn't matter what people say, because you can be like, bitch, I wasn't there.
1: True, but I still get the comment like, Penn State, meh
0: still a top 10 school get out
1: of here i feel very smart with my penn state education so (laughs) all right all right that was my tongue not an actual fart noise for people listening to the (laughs) podcast not watching the video that's what she's
0: gonna say out loud to cover
1: herself okay okay so top 10 banned books of 2022 the ones that are actually banned okay you know what I'm reading the name of this article. I think we looked at the same article. Wow, we looked at the same article. So I do research for the podcast episodes, and so does she. <laughs> yeah, and
0: we do it and so that we have so we like have our own content to, to talk, talk about.
1: about. <laughs> hmm And I yeah, I just I literally just realized I looked at the same article. But other than that, we have gender queer by Maya. I'm gonna mess this up, and I again. With respect, I apologize. I don't know how to pronounce some of these names, so I'm, if I'm botching them, Maya Kababe, kebab, yep, but it's not kebab. It's kebabi. kebabi?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: K Ke, Kebabe. That. I don't know. It's it's an interesting last the name. The fact up, is sorry. that
0: we're trying, and we are mentioning her book. Yes. So, so Maya. gender
1: queer, um, Maya. Your book is on that list. Uh, New Kid by Jerry Craft. Monday's Not Coming by Tiffany D. Jackson. Lawn Boy by Jonathan, Jonathan Ebbison. The Hate You Give by Angie Thomas. Uh, 13 Reasons Why by Jay Asher. We had talked about that one. The Hunger Games by Suzanne Collins is on here and that is really interesting to me. I have because, read
0: those yes, back to front, and front to back. I have The
1: Ballad of Songbirds mm-hmm. and Snakes. Like mm-hmm. That was a phenomenal book. Phenomenal. I think it's really thought-provoking. It's just The Hunger Games has been out for a minute. Mm-hmm. So why is that? I mean, not that some of these books haven't been out for a minute, but like that was made into movies. That was, you know, like, there, now there's another series coming out about it. Yeah. And I know it's a dystopian society. Oh, oh. Sh- It's a commentary on our society.
0: The same article talks about challenge for occult themes, witchcraft, and religious viewpoint reasons, and Harry Potter is on there. As well as His Dark Materials by Philip Pullman, as well as A Wrinkle in Time by Madeleine Angle. Also, The Twilight Sage by Stephanie Meyer.
1: Saga? Yeah. You no, said sage. It
0: says sage on here, but maybe it's meant to be Twilight Saga. But was like, it says sage, I swear to god I'm reading it. I was it's like
1: Who like is the Twilight Sage? By <laughs> <it>. Stephanie Meyer <laughs> <Meier. laughs> Is that a new book? First of
0: all. No, but then it's um A Light in the Attic by Shell Silverstein. The Goosebumps oh. series by R.L. Stein. <gasps> Are you fucking serious?
1: I love so, those books as a kid. Yeah, I just got, got some for my from for Jace. I, I just got some for my oldest. I can't. The
0: Curious Incident of the Dog in the Nighttime, which I have no fucking clue this yeah. about. But
1: yeah, see, this is the thing. I haven't read some of these books, but just know that I am going to make an effort. This year, I want to read more indie authors, and I want to Agreed. read more banned books, and I Agreed. also want to read more literature because I like classic literature because I want to read what people were talking about. In different time periods, because I want to see what different things are being highlighted. And I know that's just a small snapshot of those time periods, but you can't learn anything from history if you don't read anything from history. Agreed. And so, yeah, this year I'm trying to be more selective in my reading choices, because I get in the bad habit, because I'm a mood reader. I don't know what y'all are, but I read according to, I said y'all, the Louisiana (laughs) American. I heard it. But I don't know what y'all read, but um, I'm a mood reader. And so depending on what I'm feeling, that definitely affects my book choices. Like if I'm feeling kind of down in the dumps, I want to read a book that's going to be very emotionally thought provoking and make me kind of experience those emotions and process them through the book. Yep. Not, you know, like, I don't have to process my own emotions, but it just, I can feel them with the book, and then just kind of, I don't know, sometimes it's cathartic.
0: It's a part of a release process. Yes. Yeah, I understand. So, that.
1: anyways, I I definitely get in the habit of choosing books based on my mood. Um, And then I also end up reading a lot of romance and a lot of fantasy and a lot of YA, young adult, and... No, and I want to make sure I'm this year, like I said, I just want to be more intentional. I want to make choices to, that are more thought provoking. So, yeah, like I read Bruce Perry, psychologist, he's phenomenal. You should read books by Dr. Bruce Perry. Uh, Fred Bachman, that book is definitely very thought provoking. I'm reading Dorian Gray. I'm sure I will reread Wuthering Heights because it's my favorite. <sighs> love wuthering heights maybe, maybe
0: it's a freaking like classic literature thing that i just can't wrap my head around but like i ugh, i can't i can't read wuthering heights i can't do it like i have tried i tried in high school i tried in college the they even year quote that I but
1: wuthering heights in after
0: i know Read right after is that a book or is that a movie what am Both. i thinking
1: harden tessa it's both it's that's by, right
0: no i think i've only i would think i've only watched a movie oh either. god it's
1: by anna todd
0: but i i cannot get through it i've tried the movies it are maybe, not as good as the books maybe five or six yeah, times yes yeah. but yeah i just mm-mm.
1: no yeah weathering heights is one of my favorites i've read it more i read it Reread it this past summer actually why did i reread it this past summer it has something to do with book club know. i think
0: Oh, because it was mostly <gasps> based on, on Stonefield. Stonefield.
1: We which, read a book called Stonefield for Book Club. It's actually right there on my bookshelf.
0: Yeah, and it's, it's a Missouri author that we, which this is going to sound mean, but we reached out to her and she was like, oh, yeah, I'll answer your questions. And then we never heard from her again.
1: But her book was good.
0: Yeah, her book was super good. And there was, because we're in Missouri, this area is um, Civil War. Yeah. Era, like there's a lot of Civil War history in this area, World War One history, and so like some of the, um, <clears throat> some of the landmarks from the Civil War are still in the area, and you can go see them. So like that's kind cool. And they were mentioned cool in the see. book. They're mentioned in the book. There's some historical data and then also geographical data that are mentioned in the book that you can actually go to in person. Really, really so cool. Yeah,
1: it was, yeah, was so it really really was cool. Yeah,
0: so Wuthering Heights was she had like a Wuthering Heights.
1: It was like kind of fan fiction.
0: Yeah really really good yeah so i reread weathering heights i could not read it
1: when i reread stone or when i read stonefield
0: yeah it was so good i love i
1: love it though I can. like the drama
0: the drama maybe and i because... need to do like what well, i did and with here's... picture of dorian gray and i read a summary or eight some kind of something yeah, ahead and of then, time like, and then do it.
1: yeah i think that probably would help you <sighs> So you know I, it's coming and you get excited about it?
0: I even, I downloaded the audiobook, book. I, I borrowed the book from the library to, like, try to listen along. They're hard like,
1: to get through because the English is not the same and you really I, have to contextualize the language. I love that
0: time frame. I love that writing. Like, I think it's super romantic and I think it's lovely, but for whatever reason, may, maybe I don't love that. Maybe. I was going to say,
1: because I don't maybe think you that, actually, you love the idea of the writing. Maybe. You love the, it in theory. But Common I think denominator like... is you and your brain. <laughs> Thank you. God. That's okay. Um. But yeah, I I love Wuthering Heights. But yeah, there, there really are, those books are hard to get through. But I think it's so interesting because everyone, I mean, there are so many books available to us today in, on so many topics. Anything you could think of, mm-hmm. there's a book out there. Probably, you know, about that topic. Dark, light, sweet, you know, like any. Type right. of book you want to, but they're, I mean, a few hundred years ago, that wasn't true. Yeah. Novels and books are actually a relatively recent phenomenon, like for people to, for everyone to have access to and for stories true. to be told. Books were very functional for a long time for religion and political, you know, like for religious and political reasons, they were more functional than, and, or they, you know, they, they didn't just explore a fantasy. Agreed. Like, people, the religious viewpoints, whether it was pagan, Christianity, whatever, mm-hmm. they really believed that. They thought that, you know, they believed in those things and they were passing those stories down. Right. It wasn't like, well, what if Odin porked Freya and... <laughs> you know, let's see what, ha- what happened for fun. You know, there, people weren't just writing those stories back in the day so novels and books are a really recent thing and it i mean i think it is an indicator of a society the things that people are able to write about and i love reading old books they're like they're slower reads i agree with you they're harder to get through it's more work
0: my my uh my uh intelligence level where i can't get through it because i Maybe it's an ADD thing. Maybe it's a. a, It's not that that you're not smart. How my brain functions, but I just—it's—it is difficult to get
1: through it. It is. (sighs) I don't read classic novels like every Every day. Like it's an intentional choice, and I definitely like (laughs) it takes me a lot more time and I have to think about the, you know, I just feel like I'm right. thinking more about the themes and what they're talking about in the context of the time period. Right. Whereas if I'm reading a novel right now, I know the time period, I know the context. Like, I don't need to think about those things. I got you. Intentionally. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I just fly through it. Like, I'm going to talk about, I mean, I'm going to read some fairy porn, and it's fine. <laughs> we want to hear about the banned books you guys have read. Uh, any of your thoughts on book banning? And you don't have to agree with everything we say. Agreed. You know, we like we were talking <laughs> about earlier. <laughs> um, please have a conversation with us. If yeah. you don't agree with us, Let talk us to know. us about it. Yep. Just be respectful. And we'll be, you know, we'll be respectful in return. But I'm always up for hearing the devil's advocate, different point of view, okay. whatever, because Absolutely. I don't know everything. Asterisk. <laughs> don't know everything, and I want to, you know, I'm oh. always willing to learn and change my opinion. Agreed. And, you know, the fact so. that you're
0: willing to change your opinion says a lot. Speaks volumes, because they're, you know, we've all come across those people in our lives that their opinion doesn't change, and they're not willing to bend.
1: In the moment, I'm sure that feels so true, but it's like, all it takes is a good bout with cancer, or something, te- you know, just like life-altering. All it takes is a life-altering moment for all of those so steadfast opinions that you held on to for so long for you to start questioning them. Yep. So why wait till it's that bad that you're questioning everything, <laughs> you know, like just be willing to have the conversation. You don't yep. have to change your mind, but
0: and that's, be, that's all that we're be at least willing to
1: talk about it. So yeah, anyways, you don't have to agree with us, but if you have some thoughts, we'd love to hear them. And yeah, some of these books that we haven't read, like I haven't read the complete mouse. Mouse? Mouse? Mouse. Mouse? Mouse. I don't know how to say that in German.
0: Mouse. That's mouse.
1: i Okay, are we done? Yes. (laughs) Have a great night, everyone. Tell us about your band books. Enjoy. Have a fantastic evening. Poot poot. Poot (laughs) poot. Thank you for joining us on Bird in the Hand. We had a blast tonight laughing, and we hope you enjoyed it too. So if you have any content requests or any stories you want to tell us, we would love to hear them. Please reach out to us on social media or send us an email at birdinthehandpodcast at gmail.com. Have a great night, people. Boop, boop. Yes!